0: The success of Quick Trip is our people, period. We have an amazing group within production that works to support our retail stores 365 days a year. We can't find success that we do without the people throughout the entire company. It's what makes this place better than the best. You're listening to The Quick Cast. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the
1: show. Welcome into another episode of The Quick Cast, the official podcast of Quick Trip. My name is Chris Calloway with the marketing department, and I'm joined today by Brad Clarkin, our production operations director here at Quick Trip. It is National Manufacturing Month, so we couldn't think of a better person to have on. Brad, welcome on to the QuickCast. Hey, great to be here, Chris. Thanks for having me. And just to kind of set the stage here, um, manufacturing is, is, is huge with what we do here at QuickTrip. and according to the Wisconsin Manufacturers and Commerce, it's the number one contributor to Wisconsin's economy. Nearly $65 billion in economic output each year, That's close to the 20% of the state's total GDP, Uh, about 8,000 manufacturers in the state employing over half a million people. So as you kind of sum up what production and manufacturing means for for us at Quick Trip, how do you see
0: us as, as a manufacturer, as a company? Absolutely. I think it's foundational to Quick Trip. It allows us to offer the highest quality products at the best value for our guests each and every day.
1: And I mean, that's sort of right there with our our mission statement with what we
0: try to do and i mean it's it's lots of people that go into making that happen right absolutely you have over 1300 coworkers each and every day working to make that happen for a retail group
1: so you started back here in 2005 can you kind of take us through uh where you started with quick trip and kind
0: of your career path to where you're at today Absolutely. So, uh, this month actually marks my 17th year with QuickTrip. It's been an absolutely phenomenal ride thus far. The first 13 years, I had the opportunity to work with the warehousing and transportation group in a, in a wide array of positions. And actually, in 2018, was able to jump in with production. In um, the last four years, have been absolutely amazing. So, how has kind of big picture
1: things changed? Obviously, lots of things have. But kind of, how have you seen things change kind of in your time here
0: then with QuickTrip? yeah i think holistically all areas of the business have had to work to keep pace with our overall growth Uh, but specific to production some of the greatest uh, changes relate to the size and scale of our lines as well as our facilities Uh, what would have served the business needs 20 years ago wouldn't even be relevant today. Uh, additionally, I think technology and automation has had a sub, uh, substantial advance in the past two decades.
1: And you know, one of our big company philosophies here is is vertical integration. We hear about it all the time, but what does it mean to you with the way that QuickTrip does things, and kind of how has it allowed us to be successful?
0: Well, I think it can be summed up with a, a pretty basic statement, and that is, we make it, we ship it, we sell it. Uh, we get to own the process end to end. Regarding how it's allowed us to be uh, successful, I would highlight our speed to market. New trends are offering. We want to provide our guests. We can react quickly with our internal research and development team that creates these offerings. Uh, An example would be take-home meals and how that has continued to evolve over the last two years.
1: And, you know, that's kind of taken on a whole life of its own. You know, it's kind of one of those things that probably
0: started as an idea in a meeting, and now there's building and production lines to go along with it, right? The list continues to be long of offerings that we should be doing um, in the time to come.
1: Okay. Um, So not every single thing that comes from our stores is, is from a production facility, but it does seem like that amount increases everything every year, the way that we do things on campus. And kind of that percentage increasing, what does that mean for Quick Trip as a whole?
0: Well, I think vertical integration and the model behind it allows us to better control our own destiny as an organization. Uh, We come at it with the approach of if we're going to jump into something, we need to ensure that we can produce it as good or better than what we could uh, buy from a third-party supplier. If not, we shouldn't be in the business. Uh, Historically, though, I'd share that we always seem to find a way to get it done.
1: That's certainly the Quick Trip way is uh, finding a way to get it done, and uh, you know, as impressive as all of our facilities and our technologies are, uh, you know, you mentioned the over 1, 1,300 people that, that work within uh, these facilities. I mean, all all these things in place don't mean much without
0: the people that we have here, right? Absolutely, the success of Quick Trip is our people. Uh, period. We have an amazing group within production that works to support our retail stores 365 days a year. We can't find success that we do without the people throughout the entire company. It's what makes this place better than the best. Right. And um, so let's get into
1: how it all breaks down. You know, we've sort of given some teasers and some behind the scenes um, footage on on social media of all of our different facilities, but the four main ones we have, um, dairy, two bakery facilities, and our kitchen, Um, you know, they take up quite a bit of space here. We're slowly running out of space on campus, but you know, that's, that's a good problem. Uh, start with our, our, our dairy. You know, that's kind of the most recent expansion. I think it was what, 50,000 square foot? You know, how has that kind of taken our dairy operations to the next level?
0: Absolutely. Another big investment from the family. The, the light's at the end of the tunnel a little bit with our current project, but over the last 12 months, we've been working um, to add small bottle filler production. Uh, this has been an area where we've seen a lot of growth. Um, in addition to that, uh, from a vertical integration model standpoint, we've also began producing our own small bottles. So that would be your half pint, pint, uh, quart, as well as our 20-ounce Sophie bottle that we would use in the beverage plant in addition to that ice cream. Ice cream is uh, an absolutely growing category for us here within the dairy. Um, We've gone from producing 600 gallons an hour to 1,200 gallons an hour with the latest expansion.
1: And that's, you know, as fast as we can keeping up with with the demand there. And, you know, you mentioned the, the bottles. That's sort of something that, you know, hasn't always been the way, and I don't think is necessarily common within the industry, that We have a blow-mode facility that we make our own bottles right here on campus,
0: too? Yeah, for the last number of years, we've had the opportunity to produce our own half-gallon as well as gallon jugs. Um, With being in that, uh, the opportunity it allows us was the experience. Now, all of a sudden, we've taken that HDPE bottle forming, and we now produce our PET, or smaller bottles, um, with a lot of success. And... For people that
1: know, there's Don Smiley on the bottom of the jugs, too.
0: That is a little Easter egg that uh, most Quick Trip people know.
1: Um, So then the bakery, you know, it's a good example of kind of how the the workforce has shifted over the course of uh, Quick Trip. History, Um, You know, the way that that's kind of expanded and divided. Can you kind of take us through kind of how that has all come to be sort of two
0: separate entities under kind of one umbrella? Yeah, I think I, I probably sound like a broken record here around growth, but it continues to be the theme with this topic as well. We needed to expand our current Sweets Bakery. The bread and bun plant actually resided within it. We were kind of landlocked here on the campus Uh, with the direct support of our projects and automation and operations group. um, We've had the opportunity to design and build a 200,000 square foot bread and bun facility that is unrivaled in the US. The other opportunity it then allowed was for continued growth at our Sweets Bakery to continue to take care of our retail group. what did we share the
1: other day that we're starting making glazers at two thirty in the morning every day? I mean, some of those numbers are, are staggering. It, it, there's only so many hours in the day we can keep up, but like we're, we're doing our best to keep up with demand.
0: That's sort of the, the end goal here, right? It's a challenge that we face every day. I think thus far, we've continued to be successful, but with QuickTrips growth, we just need to make sure that we can align our operations with what that demand is, is calling for. And then the
1: the sweet goods, you know, we got glazers, we got donuts, muffins, bagels, kind of all coming out of that same facility. I mean, how tempted are you, stop, uh, are you to stop in there for breakfast on a daily basis?
0: I think it is always a good option to stop by the sweets uh, bakery in the morning. Um, if you see me up there, I'm probably eating a Persian or two. And, I mean, there's people
1: whose, whose jobs are to sort of kind of do that quality control. I think it's, what, every at least every hour that they're, they're sampling those sweet goods?
0: We do an immense amount of quality assurance activity within all of our facilities. We have an absolutely great team executing that program.
1: Very nice. And then, like we mentioned earlier, we have items like our take-home meals that, you know, come under the umbrella of the kitchen, but that's, you know, only a small subset of, of what goes on in that building. How has that, the, the kitchens in particular, evolved as as QuickTrip has evolved? And just how important are these types of food to what we like to do as a company?
0: I think referencing the kitchens, I would contend it's the most diverse production facility that we have here on campus. There's nothing in the U.S. um, like it. If you look within the four walls of what we do here, you have a take-home meals facility which cooks off raw product and then respectively packages it. You have a cut fruit and vegetable facility. Um, We make our own salads, sandwiches, soups, burritos, parfait cups. Um, It's impressive. It's kind of like jumping into uh, Willy Wonka's factory each and every day.
1: And I think we saw recently that the, the cut fruit, you know, that's been one of the big additions. It, it seems like a, a relatively minor thing, but then just being able to bring that in-house just enhances what we do overall, right? Yeah,
0: I think the quality, when you look at that, we're probably putting it on our shelves anywhere from two to uh, three days sooner than if we were to purchase it from a third-party vendor. The other benefit with Quick Trip within our vertical integration model, transportation. We're going from direct from farm to our facility to process it instead of going to another processor into their warehouse and then coming onto our campus before it goes out to retail.
1: Isn't that part of the, the dairy mantra, kind of
0: that cow to store in 24? I mean, that's, that's pretty close to accurate with every gallon jug, right? Absolutely. The quicker we can push it out to retail and get it to our guests, the fresher the product is, and uh, that guest will return
1: yeah, I mean, I, I would challenge anyone to pick up a, a gallon in store and just see that, that date on it. it you're, it's going to be further out than, uh, than wherever else you're shopping. So That's our goal. <laughs> uh, you know, speaking of cut fruit, um, the pineapple machine. I've, I've heard a story that it is uh, custom engineered specifically for the way we want to do that. I mean, A, is that true?
0: And B, how does that kind of come to be? Absolutely. I think this comes back to our projects group as well as our QA group who work on the foundational aspect as we develop these facilities. But uh, I think your comment here, it's uh, quick trip folklore that we continue <laughs> to hear across the board. Unfortunately, not true. We did partner with a group out of California. This piece of equipment automatically peels the rind off of not only our pineapples, but also our cantaloupe and watermelon before we slice them uh, prior to them being packaged.
1: And and uh, remember, we were talking with Paul Service. It's one of those few things that we can't necessarily produce in-house because pineapples, you know, not very <laughs> comfortable growing in this type of climate.
0: I think our location prohibits
1: that a bit. Sure. Um, so what type of things are still done by hand every day where, you know, a machine just— doesn't replicate what you know a human can do with a hand.
0: Oh, I think that's a great question. Uh, for as much as we work to automate what we can, we still have a lot that is done through just hard work. Just some examples would be glazers at our bakery. These are packed, hand-packed, 365 days a year. Our kitchens makes all of our salads by hand, sandwiches by hand. Our take-home meals are packaged by hand as well. So there's a lot of activity here um, from the effort of our coworker group that's getting it done each and every day.
1: So what automations then are are within our facilities that you still kind of take a look at in awe and be like, wow, we got that done. I, c- I can't believe that this is something that is a part of what we do. Uh, I would tell you every day,
0: whether (laughs) you're down at the dairy looking at blow mold or bottle forming, uh, looking at the ice cream line produce. Um, Outside of that, you can go up to the kitchens and look at the variety of lines, whether it's making pizzas or burritos at the rate we operate in. Uh, The sweets bakery, I mean, you have thousands of donuts running down the line at any moment in time. And the same could be stated about bread and bun. Um, Just a remarkable facility when you stand in them, uh, you almost want to pinch yourself to uh, make sure you're truly there
1: and I think one of the most impressive parts is just how often those things are running I mean we keep them down I mean we clean them you know almost all of them every every single day but those things are humming almost 24-7
0: we strive to uh, produce the most from our lines that we can trying to keep pace with retail again sound like a broken record there but that's our goal every day so you have, you know, these
1: thousand plus coworkers that are involved working on the lines kind of make this all possible. You know, it's, it's certainly a um, possibility that some of these coworkers have feedback or ideas or, or how we can make that better. I mean, how is that sort of um, feedback encouraged and kind of what has that been able to generate, um, you know, within the production division?
0: Absolutely, I think coworker feedback is instrumental in what we do. We meet with coworkers each and every day pre-shift. Actually, this week we just finished our uh, coworker update meetings, give them give them a heads up as to where the business is at and what's coming uh, down the pipeline. As far as ideas, we continue to get a great amount. Um, I think one example that I would share with you is our blueberry dunker. Um, we were producing a cream and a classic at the time. A coworker stated, "Hey, it'd be great if we could produce a blueberry." You roll that out. Out and all of a sudden, it becomes one of our uh, one of our top dunker options. So, just one one example of our coworker stepping up and giving us some great insight.
1: And then, kind of taking that uh, a step further from the blueberry, I know we offer some lemon and some other kind of LTO limited time option offers there. Um, what what sort of challenges does that present on the production side of things? I know it all kind of falls into a schedule, but to try out a new flavor is that? I mean, how does that kind of add a wrinkle into things?
0: Yeah, I think the benefit. Obviously, we have guests coming into our store each uh, each and every day. They like to see variety. So, with the retail group, we run a lot of LTO or limited time offer programs. Um, the the overall goal is hopefully they're swapping each other out and when we're running one uh, another will be concluding and we can gain more line time that way do you have some favorites i mean i know
1: that uh, we have some people very passionate about certain kinds of milks that come off the dairy line is there is there one that you look back on as as one of your favorites
0: i think my favorite milk lto would
1: probably have to go back to mint milk okay I'm a root beer milk guy. Maple's good too but I I really like the root beer. I am looking forward to eggnog coming up though. That's always a favorite in the winter. Um, So kind of what are some of your your favorite facts about our our production facilities? You know we we talked about that we can make 400 glazers a minute starting at 230 in the morning but what are some of those you know uh, jaw dropping statistics that um, are just
0: a daily part of what we do? Absolutely. I'll, I'll run a couple by you and we'll go from there. But uh, the production group will produce over 700 million units this year. Um, those 700 million units will be divided out over 300 different items that we make. Uh, our brookie dough pint of ice cream was a first place winner at the World Dairy Expo in 2022. So if you haven't tried it yet, I'd strongly recommend it. Our kitchens produces pizza at a rate of about 70 per minute. Our bread and bun produces 225 loaves of bread a minute. Our sweets bakery um, had a an award with the Wisconsin Manufacturers and Commerce coolest things made in Wisconsin last year. Um, our glazer donut was actually the second coolest thing in Wisconsin. I don't remember who lost who we lost to, uh, but I guess you can't win them all, right?
1: Right, and certainly. Uh, happy to be in consideration amongst the top there. But you mentioned something like Brookie Dough. I know that's, that's a huge fan favorite. It hasn't been around forever. And so being able to create something that, that sort of takes off in popularity, I mean, that's got to sort of be you know, a feather in the cap of, yeah, okay, we're taking some innovation and we're, we're rolling with it, right?
0: Yeah, I think it's just another end of our business with the research and development group we're out there. What are the trends that our guests are wanting? And then we work to provide the best quality we can.
1: So and then kind of let's take it forward into kind of big picture, kind of the question of what's next. I know everybody um, has been enjoying a lot of the more recent innovations, you know, the implementation of the chicken program, take-home meals. You know, are you able to kind of shed any insight as to kind of what some of the conversations are about driving Quick Trip, you know, within production over the next, you know, five, ten years?
0: Yeah, I think for the what's next, obviously we like to keep some of our uh, thoughts uh, behind the uh, curtain sure. as to what's to come. But I think our biggest focus right now is just to continue to keep pace with retail's growth. Um, we're just seeing remarkable guest count and sales, and right now is just trying to keep pace with what their respective needs are.
1: Right. And- there's still ability to to grow within our campus. You know, you look at an aerial footage and we're starting to take up pretty much all of the real estate there. But, you know, suffice to say, there's still some room to grow within our footprint right here, right?
0: I would definitely tell you, we have additional capacity to put more lines in the current facilities that we have. And then additionally, outside of that, we do have some real estate that you will, in time, see additional buildings go up.
1: Sure. So if you were to sort of make a a sales pitch for uh, being a part of our production teams and our pr- production facilities. You know, they're some of the hardest working people behind the scenes that uh, don't necessarily, you know, get a lot of a shine sometimes. But, you know, kind of what does it mean to, to be a part of those teams and those divisions and kind of what type of people do you guys look for the most?
0: I would tell you the last four years being part of this group has been absolutely humbling. Uh, the hard work that they put in each and every day uh, working to support the business is, is just is phenomenal to see.
1: The, the amount of different shifts that are available. I mean, there's some flexibility there, but like those people that are coming in and working third shifts, those, that's, that's a certain lifestyle that, you know, I, I
0: admire them to be able to do it. Absolutely. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, our facilities have the lights on, whether they're with the san- sanitation group or they're with the operations group. It, it never ends here at Quick Trip.
1: Very cool. Manufacturing month, you know, going on, uh, we're, we're happy to be highlighting th- this very important area, not only to us, to the state of Wisconsin as a whole, as a country as a whole, but just kind of wrapping it all up. What, is, what does this all mean to you?
0: No, Chris, I greatly appreciate the opportunity to be here and talk a little bit about what we do here at Quick Trip. And thank you for your time.
1: Appreciate it, Brad. And we'll see you next time.
0: Thanks for listening to the QuickCast. Hey, we'll see you next time.